Hello, everyone. Welcome to another new episode of The Focus Point. And I'm excited to conclude our series, Uncomplicated Christmas. I'm also excited with our next series that we're starting next week. And it's just going to be a great time. I think God's going to show me a lot. And hopefully he shows you a lot. And I hope that you share and pass this stuff along with your friends and your family. Also, if you're new, if this is one of your first times catching us, go check out thepointoffocus.com where you'll find more blog posts and podcast episodes and videos and just more information about who we are and what we're doing. So we are in our final week of Uncomplicated Christmas and we are um, looking at Luke 2 and seeing the, some of the complicated stuff that comes up for Mary and Joseph. But there's nothing more complicated than planning and taking a vacation somewhere, right? Talk about being complicated. Like you've got to plan out the the resort or the hotel or wherever you're going, how long it's going to take, how much money you're going to need. You're going to, you've got to figure all of that out. And it's going to be a really good time with your family or friends, depending on how you're going or what who you're going with and all of that. But that only happens if everything goes according to plan. If things don't go according to plan, it causes rifts and bumps along the way and you can create a little bit of chaos within the vacation, a little bit of frustration, a little bit of stress. But chances are we've all taken a vacation that didn't go according to plan. No matter how hard you plan something, things always something always gets missed, something always ends up costing more than planned, or a portion of the trip takes longer for whatever reason. A site that you wanted to see winds up taking longer due to it being busy that day and you weren't planning on that. We've all been a part of a wild vacation that has made us never want to take a vacation again. I'm sure we've all said it. This is our last family vacation. This was our first and last family vacation. (laughs) But in all seriousness, we've all been a part of something that didn't go according to plan. But then there are the last minute trips. These trips that we didn't really plan on taking. These trips that really didn't, that just come up, right? That weren't really there. And we have to make plans on the fly. And there's nothing more stressful and complicated than having to take a last-minute trip somewhere and making things up on the fly. They can be really complicated. But this is the kind of trip that we're going to see that has to be taken today in Luke chapter 2. And they just had to go, right? So we're going to look at this story in Luke 2. First of all, we see a few complicated situations come up. First, a census is announced, and you can find all of this in Luke 2, but first things first, a census is announced. So this complicated things for Joseph as he was in Nazareth, he lived there in Nazareth, but he would need to go to Bethlehem to be counted for the census. This wasn't a simple like head count, this was a, a count for people, so they knew how to be, so the Roman Empire knew how to tax and all of that. So it was kind of like a headcount, but it was also to know about how they were going to get their money, in other words. So this means that Mary and himself, because they were engaged, had to travel, and she was very pregnant by this time. And she probably didn't want to travel. Back then, they traveled by a donkey, if you had one, 
or you walked. And the trip from Nazareth to Bethlehem was about 80 miles. So I am sure that she didn't want to leave their house in Nazareth that was all set up and ready for the baby. And I'm sure she didn't want to walk or even ride on a donkey for 80 miles being nine months pregnant. So this complicated things. Bad time for a census. Frustration and everything probably reached a a boiling point at this time. So they get all ready to go and the second one comes up. Right, The second complicating thing comes up. They get to Nazareth after traveling for 80 miles. They arrive in town and they go to hotel after hotel and they cannot find a room to stay in. So they didn't have a place to stay. So this probably upset Mary a bit because she was about ready to have a baby and she had nowhere to have the baby. You kind of get where you see this idea that everything was set up back home and now because of this last minute trip... She now has to have her baby somewhere where she wasn't really planned on having it. And now they don't even have a place to stay. So now it's a possibility she could have the baby in the street. And she didn't want to do that, obviously, for obvious reasons. And it probably frustrated her. And she was more likely frustrated at the situation because, like I said, everything was ready at home. Joseph was probably frustrated, too, because he wanted to care for his fiance. He didn't want his fiance to have this baby just wherever he wanted to give her shelter he wanted to provide her with a place to stay and she was frustrated he was frustrated and he couldn't find a place for them to stay the final complication comes when they can't find a room and it's suggested that the only place they have is a barn barn out back maybe out back behind an inn somewhere the last inn or hotel they went into didn't have a place he goes but i do have this barn and then you've got that and i am pretty sure mary was not happy about that at all that is not what she wanted to do there is no way she was going to have her baby in a barn there was no place, like maybe if they were just going alone and that was the only place for a little bit of shelter, fine. But she was getting ready to have a baby and that is not where she was going to have her baby. It's not what she planned. Uh, maybe a hotel room was fine, but a barn? Are you kidding? No, we're not going to do that. And I'm sure that all these complications came at a critical time for Mary and Joseph, as complications tend to do. They wouldn't be complications if they came at a good time. Complications always come up when you least expect them and they change our plans and they make things more complicated because of all the stuff that's happening but just imagine for a second all the stuff that is happening all at the same time they had plans for the baby at home they were ready for the baby at home they had everything set up at home but now they were going to bethlehem where they had nothing but a barn and a manger They had to be frustrated. They had to be angry. They had to be tired from the trip, which if anybody knows, facing a stressful, complicated situation when you're tired just makes it even worse because everybody's frustrated and tired. It's not at all what they had planned. But these are the same kind of situations we face as well. We all have things planned out, and then a pandemic happens and changes all of those plans. It can be frustrating, it can be annoying, and it can be stressful. But while all of this is true, we just need to go forward and not let it go and not let it get to, sorry, and not let it get to us. 
Mary and Joseph were frustrated at their situation, but they didn't let it get to them. They didn't fight the census. They didn't fight the travel. They didn't fight having to stay in a barn because it was the only shelter. Now, they could have. They could have fought the census and tried to make things more complicated than it really was, but they didn't do that. They took the trip of Bethlehem, stayed where they could, which, by the way, was exactly where God wanted them to be. We can see that they were frustrated. And they had to have been frustrated. They were human. But they didn't fight the frustration and try to make things worse, as we saw in previous stories in this series. Mary and Joseph couldn't control the circumstances leading up to the birth of Jesus. They couldn't control the decree of a census. They couldn't control that they needed now to travel to Bethlehem. And they couldn't control that their only shelter left was a barn. Just like them, there are situations that we can't control. We can't control that we're in a pandemic. We can't control this pandemic that has changed our year like no other year before. And it's changed a lot of our plans. It's changed a lot of our vacations. It's changed a lot of our getting together with family. And we can't control a lot of other complicated situations that come up because of the pandemic or other complicated situations that come up in life. We can't sometimes control them. But we can control how we get through the complicated situations. We can go through them with our eyes on Jesus and know that he does have a plan for us on the other side. And what... And whatever we're facing, and it's true. In First Peter, there's a verse, First Peter 1 6, it says, So be truly glad, there is wonderful joy ahead, even though you must face or endure many trials for a little while. I saw this verse a couple days ago as of this recording. And it just filled me up. It filled me up with joy, filled me up with hope, filled me up with peace. Mary and Joseph, even though they were facing all of the things they were, had a wonderful moment of joy at the end, the birth of Jesus. The, truest, the same is true for us. We have to face many complicated situations or trials, as the verse stated, but there's wonderful joy for us on the other side. God is with us. God is for us. God has good plans for us. And that is our wonderful joy. That is how we can have joy. Because if we look back at the other circumstances that God has brought us through and the different things that we might have learned and the different joy that's come out of those things, we can look back, just like that verse in First Peter says, we can endure, if we read it backwards, it tells, us the, it tells us the order. Even though you endure many trials for a little while, there is wonderful joy ahead. So be truly glad. That is, the, that is what God is saying to us during this time as this year comes to a close. And some things don't look like they're changing very much. But... We can be truly glad because God's on our side and God's got us. Just like he had a plan for Mary and Joseph, which, by the way, was to be in Bethlehem, which, by the way, was to be in that humble stable, in that humble barn to have their baby. That 
is, was God's plan. God's plan wasn't for them to be in Nazareth in a big, fat, fancy nursery that they had set up for the baby's arrival. This was God's plan. And God's plan for us is good. The Bible tells us that we, God has good plans for us and that he's on our side, and that he's with us. The Bible says that, and just like we said last week, no word from God will ever fail. And that is our wonderful joy, and we should be truly, truly glad.